Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help you make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Guided Spirit Conversations. I'm Marla Goldberg, and I'm really excited about today's guest because Ness Carroll is this amazing Renaissance woman. She was originally from Australia, now living on the beautiful West Coast of the United States, and helping many to achieve their life going through her Synergenics, which is her original life coach program. And in addition to that, she's a psychic medium, a Sufi teacher, and is working on this incredible book with our mutual friend, Andre Balad. So Andre is a virtuoso. He's been on my show. He creates the most beautiful sacred geometry. And Ness is working in collaboration by channeling messages. Tell me if I'm going to be wrong about this, but channeling messages for each of the sacred geometry pictures that Andre creates. And so welcome, Ness. Thank you. Did I get that correct about the book? You did. A pleasure to be here. And what Spirit is doing, well, first of all, they're channeling Andre's images through the digital computer process, Uh, but they're in channeling the words that go with the images. If you just, if you just read the words, they're intended to give the same experience that the image gives. So it's twice the vibration. Right. Twice plus. A little <laughs> twice extra. plus. Yeah. Right. That spiritual kick is in there. Yeah, the words are powerful. I know that I was fortunate enough to get a little peek of, of a couple of the pages. And it just, and I say this a lot in the promotions, but it's, I don't say anything that I don't believe. But it truly, deeply hits my heart on such a level when I read the words and look at the picture. Uh, you know, it's, it's, so this is going to be when this book is totally finished. It's um, going to come together and be phenomenal and such a tool for many people. Thank you. I got I got a, a quite an extraordinary text from one of my friends, Tina Paddleford, who had seen a couple of the pre-pages of the book. And her text was, wow, just wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you do. You lose, you lose your vocabulary because... Mm-hmm. It's just incredibly powerful. So I can't wait. And now you're starting a cry. I know I'm sort of like jumping in the middle of this interview, but since it's we okay. started with the book, we'll just continue. Sure. A crowdfunding campaign for the book. Yes, we'll be launching the crowdfunding campaign on November 15th. It'll be a 30 day campaign, and people will have an opportunity to pre order the book. Oh, excellent. And yeah. so it's kickstarter.com. It, it is, and the link um, we can, if people want to go to our website or contact you uh, directly, uh, we can let them know the link when Kickstarter gives it to us. Perfect. And the website is www.synergeometry.com. S Y N E R G E O M E T R Y dot com. <laughs> well, as Disney says, why? Because we like you. <laughs> I felt like I was in a spelling bee for a second. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Did I get it right? But um, but let's go back. Let's start from your beginning of your sure. journey and how you got from Australia to here. And we're, as a child, I always like to start at the beginning. Is this a gift that you were aware of when you were a child? Yes. Okay. Yes, I, I can remember as well as far back as I can remember seeing spirit. And at night when I would go to sleep, I would a white spiral would come to me that I'm sure I used to leave the body as I went to sleep. And I also you know, in my very young years was able to write poetry and had one of my paintings shown in the uh, art museum in Western Australia and stuff like that. A very I, right I brain. Walk, walk for hours in the Australian bush, knew where all the wildflowers would come up in spring, that kind of thing. Oh, it sounds so beautiful. Mm. And so 
as you progressed in life, did you end up sort of, sort of, as many people do, stopping the information from coming through because you were told it wasn't, you know, you weren't seeing anything, you weren't hearing anything, you know, society <laughs> this is this isn't true. This doesn't, nobody believes this, but it's true. Well, it, it, it happened in a very interesting way for me. I was already in Santa Barbara, California at uh, University of California at Santa Barbara, and all of my psychic centers opened at once. And it was in the in the early days of FM radio, and I can remember being able to hear whatever the original FM radio station in San Francisco was without a radio receiver. <laughs> At that stage, I called the Berkeley Psychic Institute, <laughs> and asked them for help, <laughs> help guide you through this. Really, that's so funny. I hear that too. I mean, the first time I opened up. I had angelic choir in my ear and I kept saying, mm -hmm. could you lower the music to the roommate I was with? And she goes, there's no music on, and <laughs> but it's so loud. And I went to sleep and then it went away and it didn't come back. But now I'm hearing some different kind of like TV commercials in my head, the music. And it's sort of like, oh. this is so weird. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? It really is. And there's nothing you can do about it at that point in time. You can't close it off because the neural pathways are opening up. And that's what I want is my neural pathways to be wide open because like you, I want to be here to raise consciousness, help others, because right. that's what, what that's what we're about. It's not right. to keep to ourselves. It's to extend outward. So, right. Just, just a word on the angelic choir for a moment because okay. that really touched something in me. Um, it's a forward-moving project after we've launched this book, but Spirit has already downloaded messages about 70 different kinds of angels, oh. and Andre is working on the images of the angels right now as we speak. And he's a phenomenal photographer. He's an award-winning photographer. Yes, so is yes, he using yes. his photographs or a sacred geometry for the angelic? Book? A combination of both. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely lovely. I mean, you two are such, you're such a talented duo. It's, um, I just, I, what, the vision I'm seeing is it's like a corral, but you're outside the corral. You're like pushing outside. It's a, it's a very beautiful visual. <laughs> well, we're doing our best. <laughs> so let's talk about your synergetics. So, were you a Sufi teacher before you started Synergetics? Were you, I, I guess I'm just trying to figure out the path that you did. I was. I've, I've been in the, involved in the Sufi work for quite a long time and have the privilege of being one of the Sufi teachers for Australia and New Zealand in the Chisti order and in the Mevlevi order. And uh, that, if people don't know... Uh, there's a Sufi invocation that says it really beautifully, which is toward the one, the harmony of, of uh, the uh, perfection of love, harmony and beauty. Uh, the, it, it brings together all the different, all the different religions and uh, it, that form the embodiment of the masters, the spirit of guidance. So it allows people from any faith, philosophy, culture to join together and look for what's common in all of them. Which is beautiful. You know, as, as oh, yeah. I hear said, we are many, we are one. Yes. And that's what, yeah. that's what it sounds like Sufism is, is. Yes. We are many, we are one because we're all connected. Exactly. And it's a way of celebrating that through people's individual affiliations and, you know, acknowledging that they're all equal, different, but equal. And the information is, is all powerful for everybody. Right. It's, it's not a select few. Like if you go with, I mean, I hate to call out, but like a Jehovah's Witness, you know, they, they're like, they're, their beliefs are the only beliefs. Or this or that. And right. where we, you know, where the bottom line is, we all believe in a higher being, a higher um, self or spiritual being that, that helps guide. Well, Werner, Werner Erhard, in the, originally in the S training and then in the Landmark Forum, distinguished belief as just being belief. That's just a thought we have or a conversation right. we have with ourselves and other people. It has nothing necessarily to do with reality at all. Exactly. And, and, <laughs> and those beliefs 
are really handed down from person to person. And do you feel like with each time it's brought down, not with everyone, but there's a lot of ego that is sort of attached to some of the beliefs that are shared with other people for possible control reasons? Well, what it, let's just look at what ego is. If you think, if you look at the physiology of consciousness, we have a right brain and a left brain that gives us the experience of duality. Yes. What ego is is the use of that duality to compare one thing to another. So, if you're in the midbrain where everything is, as you said, one. Um, you don't need to be in the duality and you don't need to go through ego. Yes. Uh, and so, and I know that ego is important for us to be able to live our life on this world. Right. <laughs> but well, there's as, also, go ahead. As they say in Latin, ego te absolvo. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ego to absolve. No, it's I absolve you of your, okay. your ego. You go. Right? It, it's it's uh, from the Catholic faith. It's uh, it's the um, it's the the words of forgiveness. I love that. Yes, yeah. So you had asked me how the process began with the synergenics material, yes. and it began. Um, pretty much in my 28th year, first Saturn return, where um, I started, uh, when I went through an experience, I would have this impulse, this compulsion to write it down in a form that it could be used for other people and until I wrote it down you know I couldn't I couldn't rest, it was really interesting. So at the at the end of a year or so, I had lots and lots of three-by-five cards. <laughs> and uh, I, was, I was at a seminar at Stanford University in the summer a couple of years later uh, on psychosynthesis. And in the dorm room that I was housed in, they had one of those cork boards. And I just, I took all the three-by-five cards and organized them on the cork board. And that was the first time I saw a synthesis of the material. Fast forward um, to... uh, some years ago where I was leading a training of coaches in the Synergenics material and Kevin Ryerson, a well-known channel and medium, um, the medium who Shirley MacLaine worked with to write her original books on her past lives, was our house guest and we had invited him to be a master teacher for our trainees and he always gave the courtesy of giving a private reading when he was a guest like that. So I'm having a reading with him and the master teacher, Artun Ray, comes through Kevin. He says, well, how are the lot of you doing with our material? And that's when I realized <laughs> that not only was it spirit's material, but it was a whole body of work. And the only thing that I could think of in the moment was to say to him, well, did I get it right? right. <laughs> Which they thought that was the funniest thing they'd ever heard and he said, well, we don't give blanket endorsements from spirit side. He said, but short of a blanket endorsement, yes, you got it right. <laughs> so I like to think of myself as a messenger and to personalize it as a messenger. <laughs> I like that. that right. It's add a little humor to it. And but I'm clear it's humor. my material that I'm working with. It's spirit's material. Right. And spirit has a great sense of humor. They do. They're yes. playful. They're, they're, they're tricksters a little bit. Not in a negative way, but. Oh, no, no. It's very, they're very, it's, it's almost a mark of knowing that it's them speaking when there's humor associated with it. Humor with compassion, of course. Yes. Yes. They are. They, you know, so for anybody out there, if you hear anything negative, or telling you to do something negative, you know, that's not spirit. Because not spirit. Because never no. come that way. No, just ego te absolvo, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. In your, in your 
body of work, you just do you do psychic medium readings for people? No, not in that body of work. That's a separate work. What the synergenics work is, is um, it's the spiral, which relates, of course, to our DNA ascending and descending spirals applied to accelerated personal growth and development. So what Spirit has downloaded is 16 multidimensional matrices that take us through the states and stations of the learning we're to do on the physical plane. So it's, it's for people who are really serious about that process. <laughs> wow, that, that's powerful. 16, well, I mean, 16. Yep. Multi-dimensional matrices. Yes, now, Andre, Andre has um, created a sacred geometry for each of the matrices too, which is really amazing. Wow. I look forward to seeing what those are. Yes. Yeah. I, well, I love his work and I'm learning about your work. So, Well, I maybe at some time in the future, we could talk about what the synergenics work actually entails in detail. That would be perfect. I would yeah. love that. It would be great. And so let's talk about, so how do you work with the people? So you work with them primarily for the synergetics. Yeah, synergetics, the, yeah. It's a combination of the, of the word synergy and energy. Uh, yes, I work with them one-on-one. -on -one. I, I work with them individually or on Zoom or I work with, work with the group. And uh, basically, and, you know, people wonder what it takes to be a life coach. Yes. What it takes to be a life coach is that you've gone through the state or station that you're coaching somebody in so that you have an experiential basis to hold the space for them to go through the growth and change. I love how you say that because many people that I've, that I've run into, myself included, have gone through some tremendous life's challenges but when you come out on the other end, it was, I look at it now, I had to go through it because right. it was stepping stones to growth and learning. So I'd be able to help other people. Right. I would be, exactly. able to be empathetic to what they're going through and say, wait, I, I know this one. <laughs> I've been there. Right. And what Synergenics offers it's very simple because spirit, if nothing else, is very simple. I think yeah. of it as simplex. But they've, they've provided a, what we call a sufficient structure to give people something to guide them through those experiences because everybody, the content of everybody's experience is different from everybody right. else's. But the context can be similar. Yes. And so you, it, I think it's powerful because, again, you, you have to walk the path and come out of it so that you're able to help other people with their path. Right. It's almost a pay it forward kind of philosophy, possibly. Beg your pardon? It's like a pay it forward. You know, you, yes. you go oh, through sure. it. Yes. So you can help somebody else go through theirs. And, every, you know, it's just, and we're all going to do it. You know, look, we're yeah. human beings first and foremost, even though we're, yeah. we're spiritual beings. And as human beings, we are here for a specific reasons of learning and growth. Right. And to hopefully grow out of these, I'll call them perceived negative situations that we find ourselves limiting, in. Limiting situations. Yeah. Limiting situations. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a beautiful description of that in a book called Initiation by Elizabeth H, H-A-I-C-H. -H. We have it on the book list. If anyone were to go to all spelled out theinternationaluniversity.org and click on bookstore, they would find a suggested book list to begin to open up accelerated personal growth and development. Anyway, in Initiation, Elizabeth H, who passed over some years ago and was well known as a yoga teacher in Switzerland, has a full waking memory of herself as the daughter of a pharaoh in Egypt. And she gives in the center of the book the teaching she was given for her initiation in the pyramids. Wow. And one of the ways she sees herself in this life, when she's reflecting back on that awareness, is she's shown people as points of light and that one person reaching for the hand of the person in front of them and holding the hand to the person behind them. 
Oh, that's that's so powerful. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful vision. But you yeah. know, we need to take a little break. We'll be right back. Please stay tuned, and we'll have more conversation with Ness Carol. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back, everyone. If you've just tuned in, I'm speaking with Ness Carroll. Ness is a Renaissance woman. She is the founder of Synergenics. It's a life, the original life coach training program. She's working on a book called Synergeometry with Andre Balad. She's a Sufi teacher and has been following the Sufi ways for quite some time. And if you want to get a hold of Ness, let me give you her information. You can find her. You can email her at Ness, N-E-S-S, at Synergetics. Synergetics. So I'm going to spell it. S-Y-N-E-R-G-E-N-I-C-S-E-T-C.com. Actually, it looks like et cetera, but it's, it's for education, training, and consulting. <laughs> oh, and you can reach out to Ness directly there. Check out her website for the book, Synergeometry, at synergeometry.com. And that's S-Y-N-E-R-G-E-O-M-E-T-R-Y.com. Or if you want to check out Synergetics, the life coach training program, it's synergetics.biz. She also, you can also look up what Ness does at the internationaluniversity.org or love, I'm sorry, life, love, and laughter.com. Oh, I love that one. And spiritblog.com. <laughs> life, love, and laughter. The three L's of, that are so important. Right. <laughs> so on break, we were talking about um, experiences between people that are shared, that some people think in, their experiences are individual. But in essence, they're not. So let's continue with yeah, that. It, well, if you if you think of all life as energy and us as a more dense form of energy, then you realize that any experience you have with another or other people is actually shared between those people. And we lose sight of that when we're attached to just the very dense form of life. That's so true. And that, again, has to do with ego. Because in ego form, we all... <laughs> think that like we're it we're you know it's all about us but in reality it's all about all of us because that's correct we are many we are one so i'll just repeat that again and how everything is interconnected it is and it is tell me if i'm correct on this if you think of it in a visual way you can it's almost like a net that crosses over you know and and that you know we're all attached in that kind of there's a a word for that and it the is. internet. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a spiritual internet. That's so. Yeah, beautiful. I couldn't Perfect. resist that one. <laughs> Was spirit prodding you? Going say yeah, it. Say they it. were. <laughs> they were. 
the the veil gets a little bit thin with me sometimes. <laughs> and it's getting thin in general. So people are having all these experiences that they don't understand. As they say, inshallah, God willing, Baruch Hashem. <laughs> Baruch Hashem, yeah. And, but it's, it's important that people know that what's going on is, is, is really potent because the veils are lifting. We're in, yes. in, I, I had someone explain this in a very beautiful way. If you could take it, but it's like what we're going through is the birthing process. And right now we're sort of like being shoved out. So we haven't gotten to the beautiful other side yet, but we're in that, that painful, <laughs> you know, bloody part of, you know, pushing and, and, you know, have well, a baby. <laughs> it's funny you should mention that because one of the things I've had the privilege to be involved in in this life is to be a rebirther and be involved in the rebirthing process, work closely with Leonard or God rest his soul, and um, uh, work, has worked with rebirthing for many, many years. And friends of mine actually had the first gentle water birth in the United States of America. And I remember how astounding it was to see the video of that where the baby is born underwater and for eight minutes it swims around underwater still attached to the placenta before it comes up at its own choice to take its first breath. Wow. I mean, those eight minutes are, are something that you can't even imagine. And you'd think that they wouldn't be able to survive underwater in those Well, they can because they're receiving the oxygen through the placenta. Very cool. Quite that amazing. Anyway, I'm, I'm really committed to gentle birth and to the whole, you know, we talk about birthing a new consciousness. Well, we need to shift our birthing and transition processes on this plane if we want to allow the refinement of a, a more sensitive consciousness to occur. So any tips or suggestions how one might step into doing that? Well, you know, I think the the midwifery um, movement is tremendous. I had the great privilege of birthing my daughter at the farm in Tennessee with Ina May Gaskin and those midwives. So I've had the experience of what that was like. And then, um, you know, years later, my daughter has had two children at Cottage Hospital in Santa Barbara in their birthing room where they have hot tubs and a bed for the husband to stay over, sleep over. And um, I, my daughter invited me to be, um, you know, to attend the births and to assist in coaching her through that. And for my first grandson's birth, the labor and delivery nurse had trained at the farm in Tennessee. So we came full circle on that one. So you had but a lot of synergy in terms we did. of <laughs> We did, yes. <laughs> we did have synergy there. But, it, you know, it comes down to, you know, anytime you ask a question like that, what would make the difference? It comes down to one's relationship with oneself, essentially, and being accountable for your relationship and your interaction with other people in every interaction. Every interaction. Every Even single one. Even road rage or even, you know, any of these things there, you have to be, you know, be accountable. For right. Everything. You do have to be accountable. Yeah. And it's so important. Let's talk about life purpose. So could you share with me and the audience, like what you think is life, you know, the purpose of life and how you translated that into your living and how you live your life? Well, I, I, it's, that's an, a, a question that I would call from the lost and profound department. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's, a, it's a big question. But what, what I really think, or actually my experience of my life and the purposes in my life, are to live life fully and in the living life fully to include as many people as possible so that other people can have that experience of inclusion. Most communication is a request to be included, 
most relationship is a request to be included. And it's how many people we can include in a relationship with ourselves where we have already included our self with it you know the ego has has absolved itself into the higher self that i believe is the purpose of life i hate to say this but you froze for the first half oh. of your of your answer so it must must be really lost Powerful. and profound, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'll just say it again. It can never be said too many times that first, if you have your relationship with yourself, that you have allowed your higher self to absorb your ego, then you're able to include other people in that. And the more people you include, the more people they can include until we're all present to the inclusion that we really are all one. Wow, that is powerful. That's a really powerful win because it's something if you think about it, it's like most people don't think in that way. Most people don't realize how important the inclusion piece is, especially today with all the divisiveness and all the separation. Right, right, exactly. And, and yet, you know, when you think about it, life is really a process of inclusion and people are including each other in uh, with negative content and they really don't know how to deal with that. And the way they're dealing with that is to relinquish the life of the other person at, at the yeah. at the extreme. And I don't know, you know, I've I've read many different the material of many different spiritual paths and I have the privilege of being in communication with spirit consciously and I don't see where anybody ever gave anybody permission to kill another person I agree I agree with that doesn't exist and that would be what that gives people people the thought that they have the right to take someone else's life away right it's the ultimate disinclusion it's it the it, it's the ultimate separation trauma, and it, which is a shame because what we need to really do is work at coming together. Yeah, I mean, that's well, how I you're doing it. so much in your work to create opportunities for the conversation for that to occur, and for that, I'm very grateful, and I thank you. Thank you for recognizing that. I appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get into some of the other things. Do you have, and I, I know that this is sort of like an open, broad question, but if you had a story to share with our audience about something that was just incredible that happened in your life that was powerful and really life-altering for you, could you share a story of such I, I could. There are actually two that are vying for my attention here. <laughs> One was, uh, and I could do them both if I do them sh in short form, but one one was uh, being privileged to be part of um, the first uh, spiritual group that travelled to Egypt after oh. uh, past President Anwar Sadat reopened the the country to tourism again. And I was part of a staff of um, 38 people that took 240 people to Egypt and then overland across the Suez Canal to Israel. Um, and one of the one of the people that came on the trip was a rebirthing client of mine. We were doing Monday night rebirthings at the Center for Total Health in San Diego. And this young woman in the breath work, we would find her curled up in the fetal position and in this masculine voice, she would say, it's been 4,000 years, it's been 4,000 years. So I'm like, you should come on this trip to Egypt with us, right? Wow. So what happened in a session um, that was, uh, if I remember rightly, we were at the Holiday Inn at the Pyramids, if you can even imagine that, where you're at a Holiday Inn and you look out your window and you mm. see the Pyramids and the Sphinx. Uh, and uh, Dr. Edith Fiore, who's well known in the consciousness work, was giving a session. And this young woman went into trance and they asked me to come up with Dr. Fiore and work with her while she was in trance and she was present to herself 
at, from that an Egyptian incarnation, and she spoke. It, it's it, we have it recorded. She spoke in the ancient Egyptian, and subsequently was able to read and translate hieroglyphics in the pyramids. So that was a that was a pretty amazing experience. It threw wow. me into a waking vision of myself leading the breathing practices at Karnak Temple as a priestess there. So that was one, that was like, whoa, okay. The <laughs> other, uh, I, was, I was having a, um, again, dear friend, Dr. Verna V. Aradon Yater, who would spend six months of the year in Santa Barbara, six months at her Blue Mountain Center in Colorado, mm. um, would also give me a reading every time she came to town. And <laughs> I would use it to research the Synergenics work. Well, Spirit had, um, I had finished my research questions and they were still there. She was a full body channel. So they were still there speaking through her. And they're like, is there anything else you want to ask? And I, I didn't use Spirit for personal questions, but I had the opportunity. So I asked a few you know, very personal questions like, why have I read Michina's book Hawaii 25 times? And the answer was, well, you were involved in the migration of the Hawaiians, the Tahitians to Hawaii. Okay, I went through a series of questions like that. And the last question, the spirit's still there and I'm out of questions, right? So I, I ask what I consider, you know, I think people, so I was Cleopatra in a past life or whatever, you know, give me a break. So I didn't really want to ask the question, but I asked it anyway because spirit was there. And I was like, I was raised in Australia where, you know, we all went, the schools went out on the streets and waved flags when the Queen came to visit or the mm -hmm. Queen Mother or whatever. So I was raised with the royal family. So I asked the question and the question was, I've always felt like I had a connection with the British royal family. And I'm like, I can barely even let it come out of my mouth because it's so embarrassing, right? <laughs> and I said, you know, is there any reason for feeling that? And Spirit's like, yes. And I'm like, okay. And they're silent, right? And I'd say, can you tell me what that is? And they said, yes, we can. Silence. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I've really got to ask this. It's like, can you, w will you please tell me? And they said, well, yes. Um, you were the and we're searching for the word here. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> you were the mistress of one of the British kings. Oh. And you bore him many children. Which, uh, you had a long and happy relationship, which was unusual at that time, and you bore him many children. And um, I'm like, can you tell me who that was? And they said, yes, we can, but we're not going to because unless you remember it yourself, it will be of no value to you in your growth and development. So um, can you give me any hints? And they said, yes, you should look to the German line. And I'm like, what's a nice Jewish girl doing looking to the German <laughs> line? I'm like, oh, no. Right. And then they said, um, well, actually, that's what they said, look to the German line. So a few days later, I'm talking to a friend of mine on the phone. And she says, oh, you should, you should look up the um, – I can't even remember the name of whatever that line of kings was. Um, and so I go on Wikipedia and I'm looking up this line of kings and um, I see George I, nothing. George II brought two mistresses with him from Germany. One tall, thin woman they nicknamed the Maypole. I'm like, that's not me. And then the second was a very large woman they nicknamed the elephant. I'm like, that's not me. So I get to George III, nothing, and I'm, I'm looking at the Hanoverian line, and I get to William, William IV and I burst into tears. I'm on Wikipedia, right, and I'm sobbing, and I read that. I mean, I could almost go into tears now telling you about it. I read that William IV had a long and happy relationship with the leading actress of the time period. Right? Wow. And they had 10 children together that after her, her passing in 1860, 
six or whenever it was, they were legitimized as the because the, the king King William was the Prince of Wales, Duke of Clarence. These ten children were legitimized as the Fitz Clarences. Wow. So, you know, it's all it's all historically verifiable. And since that day, which interestingly enough, that that was the night. The next day I'm channel changing and I come across the marriage of Prince Charles to Camilla Parker Bowles, which was the first time the Prince of Wales has married a mistress. Wow. So it all connected, and uh, the draft of that book is in process. That's crazy. And That's it's crazy called, and amazing. Yes. It's called Another Stage. I love that. <laughs> We're going to be right back. We've got to go right. on a break. We've got to write by sure. a great name. <laughs> <laughs> Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a fucking long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My Fucking Long Journey to Loving Myself, a guide to a shorter path to learn to live a more self-loving life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back, and thank you for sticking around. If you've just tuned in, I am having the most delightful conversation with Ness Carroll. And Ness is a Sufi teacher. She's a Renaissance woman. She is the founder of Synergenics, uh, which is the original life coaching program. She's working with our mutual friend, Andre Balag, on a number of books, but the one that's coming out most recently in in the current future is synergeometry. So it's marrying Andre's sacred geometry pictures with Ness's channeled messages. And I am telling you, it is powerful. I've had the privilege of seeing a couple of these pages and I I know I keep saying it, but I only talk the truth. So know that if it's affecting (laughs) me this way, it's going to affect others the same way. If you'd like to get in touch with Ness, you can email her directly at Ness at Synergenics E E C. I'm spelling it because I'm not getting it out of my mouth. Well, just at, think of it as synergeticsetc.com. Thank you. Synergeticsetc.com. You can check out her website of synergeometry.com, synergetics.biz, not to confuse. She has a website, the internationaluniversity.org. Another website, lifeloveandlaughter.com, which I just love, and spiritblog.com. So Ness is out and about on a number of platforms for you to learn about her. And before we get into the conversation, it's charity shout-out time. And so Ness, her charity is Sunrise Ranch Conference and Retreat Center in Loveland, Colorado. So let's talk about why the retreat sunset Ranch Conference and Retreat Center. 
Well, it's a community that they have a series of communities around the world. The central community of Sunrise Ranch is uh, a center where they are living as community, as a demonstration of community. Mm-hmm. And it's used, people use it to bring their groups uh, on retreat and to be taken care of while they're on retreat. Uh, I've been part of that community for over seven years now. Wow. And And it's based on the teachings from the 1930s, same time as the I Am material through Godfrey Godfrey Ballard. Uh, Uranda uh, gave a teaching at exactly in the 1930s, exactly the same time. And the teachings are are very, very similar. Anyway, Sunrise Ranch right now is, um, they are um, a mile away from where the Colorado mountain fires are. They've evacuated the ranch, evacuated the animals, and would be glad of any support, I'm sure, that could be offered to them. And you can reach them at sunriseranch.org. Thank you so much, because, you know, there's so many. I mean, you're in California. How many people have lost everything because Uh. of these fires? And now they're moving into Colorado. And Colorado is, I mean... California is a beautiful state, but so is Colorado. Different kind of beauty, but beautiful right. nonetheless. Right. Well, it's been over 100 years. Of, in, no time in recorded memory have they had fires like that. And, you know, I think, you know, one of the most beautiful memories I have of being at Sunrise Ranch was a herd of 200 elk that were in the paddock across the road and they have wild turkeys and of course they do their own animal husbandry too but I mean there's uh, it's prayers and assistance is what's asked for at this time. Wow yes definite prayers prayers for for, for the sunset sunset sunrise sunset. ranch sunrise ranch <laughs> I apologize it's okay but for all who are affected by these fires, I mean, the animals that we've lost, the homes, the, the people's lives have changed. The good news about the humans that have survived, and that is, you know, you can always remake new memories. Your old, your old things may have gone away, right? But but you can make new memories. You're alive to you know to start a new new canvas, new fresh way of looking right. at things. I, I just feel very close to the community that I'm a part of, whether I live there or not. And then my dear friend, David Karcher, was kind enough to write the foreword for our book, Synergeometry. So there's a, you know, a very profound connection there too. But it's, uh, I'm thinking of my friends, they're all evacuated. And it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard on everybody around. It's hard for mother nature. It's hard for the animals. It's hard for the people. And, there's it's there's a sadness attached to it. That's what I'm feeling because right. of all the great loss, which includes the beauty. I mean, it's a you know Mother Nature, the right. best artist in the world. I mean, have you ever seen a better artist? No, I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't. But you know, we hope we hope that everyone's safe and that and that the fire, you know, doesn't proceed any further and they can go back to their homes and the animals can come back and that the wild animals and birds are safe. Exactly. So let's set out some prayers for rain, snow, and end to the fires, even in the most unusual places. And so be it and so it is. Amen. Amen. So let's, I have a question. Mm-hmm. What is your tip to living a happy life and a fulfilling life? It's, a, again, another one of those great questions. My tip for living a happy and fulfilling life is humor, is to be joyful, to see a lighter side to see perhaps something that's funny when everybody's taking things seriously. They may not like it, but if you can stand there, if you can laugh, remember laughter is a form of the breath. If you can laugh, you're breathing, you're alive, and you're in a position to be inclusive of other people. I love that. That's so beautiful. And you also do a form of laughter yoga, am I correct? You know, the breathing uh, I, laughter? 
I, I do the breath work and uh, the three CDs that we have, um, the laughter CD, the love CD and the breath CD are all just the pure forms. Like the laughter CD is 30 minutes of natural relaxed laughter recorded live and Andre Barlog is on that CD <laughs> laughing. And then the I love you CD is 30 minutes of natural relaxed um, uh, music with four people speaking the words I love you to each other and then the breath CD is 30 minutes of rhythmic connected breathing recorded live just the pure breath and so when people are listening to this do they get sort of for example the breath they start breathing with the CD it's right they do the yeah yeah, every minute there's an inspiring quotation about the breath, but they actually get to work with what I think is the most most useful practice in the spiritual work, which is rhythmic connected breathing. We call it the synergenic breath. And a lot of people don't breathe deeply to begin with. There are, you know, there are many, there are millions of shallow breathers out there. It doesn't matter if you breathe in a shallow way or a deep way. As long as the inhale and exhale are connected, every breath is followed by another breath and your consciousness is associated with your breathing. I love that. It is, um, it's just something that I feel everybody should look into. And so where do they find those, those CDs again, please, Matt? Um, www.lifeloveandlaughter.com, all spelled out. Life, love, and laughter. So not the and and or Emerson. It is the not, and a n d. It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I just find that all three of those are so powerful to one's life. It, breath is about life. Love is about life, and and laughter. Laughter is about life, right? Exactly. Well, it has been such a pleasure, Ness. I have to. I'm, Wind up the show and, and sure. my thank you, but we'll do, we will have to have you back in the future because there's still so much to talk about with you. <laughs> and especially with the book come out, maybe we can get you and Endrick together. Oh, that would be fun. That would be beautiful. Yeah, it would. would. Be so much fun. So we'll mm-hmm. work on that. So I want to thank you again. And so to reach out to Ness, Ness at Synergetics, et cetera, dot com. Synergetics, et cetera, dot com. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> synergeometry.com, synergetics.biz, theinternationaluniversity.org, life, life, love, and laughter, all spelled out.com, and spiritsblog.com. So you can find Ness in all of those places and find out what she does. <laughs> and if it resonates with you, reach out, see how you can work together. I want to thank everyone at uh, Voice America for what they do to get my show up and running. Matt, thank you. And I have an announcement. We are syndicated. We will all, starting November 8th, we will be on the Variety Channel Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific time. So please tune in. I want to thank you, the listeners, for taking time out of your day, out of your life, to be a part of this show. I hope that there's something that was said that resonates with you, that gives you a new tool, a new technique, a new outlook. So thank you. I appreciate it. Two announcements. It's 12 days till the election day. Please, for those in the United States, please vote. I don't care who you vote for. Just vote. That's your voice. That's the fifth chakra. Use it. Let your, you know, your desires be known through voting. And also, please be socially considerate during this time of COVID uptick. You don't know what somebody else might be dealing with or if they're working with a, an elder or a senior that has health issues so please wear your mask please sanitize and wash your hands and please distance it is just for everyone's highest and best good and as i leave you as always i send you love i send you blessings and i send you gratitude i look forward to the next week with you stay well (laughs) 